This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Had some drama. We've had some drama and we've got some great stuff to chat about as well and some weird flexes and we can discuss some one week bands to get off our chest as well. Um, and obviously enormous mm. matches this week. The two big ones, of course, being Chelsea versus Liverpool in the Carabao Cup final and Queen's Park Rangers against Rotherham uh, at Loftus Road in UPR, uh, eh? A week's a long time, Flav. <laughs> a week's a long time. Um, but what I, was you saying last time, last week? You were saying well, we, we, we can get to we can get we can discuss my rant from last week. That's fine. But I, I feel right. like we should get a bit of drama sorted out and out there. What drama? Um, well, the drama is people are upset. People are upset about two things: the horns what? and the thumbnails. Oh. <laughs> they are not happy with us, or well, with me in particular. Flav, well, yeah, hang on a minute. Flav, I... <laughs> Flav made it very clear. It sent me a message very clearly. He said, "You sure about these thumbnails?" My if... only point was that I couldn't find the pod. I didn't know which one was what, so I had to go through all three or four. Not that was a problem. I saw, you know, lots of um, activity on your channel. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I couldn't tell what one was the pod. And also, um, well, the horns, I can understand the logic of removing the horns only because it doesn't, this doesn't suit YouTube. We could put the horns in midway, right? Could we? Yeah. Well, yeah. So, okay, right. So pay, there was lots of comments on, people don't like the thumbnails because they haven't got your face in it, so they don't know it's you, so they don't click on it. Now, I'm intrigued to know, that are more people... Are more people clicking because it's you or leaving it because it's you? That's what I'm intrigued to find out. Yeah, yeah. But regardless, they can all piss off, right? Because which ones? Which well, ones? The ones that... I think we'll bring your face back. People need to see your lovely face. I think it's important. Okay. But the yeah, horns. Well, I, just, I, I just thought we was going in the right direction when um there, you know you changed the thumbnails. There was these the kind of faces were looking in off camera. I thought that looks good. That looks actually quite original. Then suddenly I was just ousted yeah but, well we're um, just trying different things and i think the important thing to say to you all is that well uh no i don't think it has worked if i'm honest but that's the whole point the whole point is constant um Mate, experimentation test. and testing but the one thing that we will never do is not listen to the jaffinators the moisties okay and, and um, we're listening and we'll change and do you know what fucking horns are coming back Fucking what? horns are coming back. I don't. <laughs> okay. uh, people, okay. look, so, because look, Pavel Andrew said, "Oh, 
Keep the horns, guys, please. It's one of the favourites, one of my favourite parts. About a couple of years ago, I was feeling down. The weather was dark and sad. And then Jaffin comes up and the horns start singing and the sun shines through the clouds. It felt so good. Like I was finally home from the cold. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the Teddy Master said, if the, I mean, this is the more panicking comment. If the horns go, I will never watch this podcast again. And it will be the saddest moment. This has been the saddest moment of my year so far. So we'll bring back the horns and we'll, we'll bring back Flav's face, okay? And your face. Yeah, Not we'll just chuck, my face. We'll chuck my face on the... No, it's just literally just going to be your mush. <laughs> Slap bag in the middle of it. Um, so that is, that's sorted, okay? Yeah. Because you know, I, I don't want people thinking we don't care or we're not listening. And we are doing both. Um, I've got a question, Jim. Yes, mate. Go on, mate. You seem happy. You seem happier than normal. Has something happened in the last 24 hours that's made you... Happier than normal? Something that gets your juices going? Gets your, well, gets you know, your, gets you your know, ball sack I, just gently know, coming I, up? I see what you're trying to do here, Jim. And I, can, and I can't say yes, right? I can't say yes. I'm not happy. I'm middling, right? This has lift me, lifted me somewhat. What's lifted you? Um, what? Well, just, you know, it just keeps happening, doesn't it? And that's the thing is, is, is Wait, what, how... What keeps happening, Flav? What keeps time, happening? Well... Look, there's just a track record of abject bottle job. <laughs> do you, do you know and, and, and I'm yeah, go on. And I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying yeah. it's happening. I'm not saying it's even a thing in football. Bottle job is is a term that should be left five or six years ago. Sure. But um, and it's not even about Arsenal. I'm not attacking Arsenal. I'm not attacking their um, fan base. I am going to talk about their fan base shortly. Okay. Um, but I'm not even talking about. I'm just talking about Arteta. I mean, is he? And it, I might be proven wrong, Jim. I'm not saying we've got. There's a lot of. There's a lot of opportunity for Arteta to prove us wrong. Mm. But every opportunity he's had thus far, <laughs> he's, pro- he's proved us right. I so, think, the are question you saying, is, Jim? Go on. They've got to win the league, haven't they? Because if they don't win the league or the Champions League, then um, what is Arteta? What is he? I think. Um, we're tra- are you saying could they? Could they? Could they no, bottle it all? I'm not. I'm. Can you? <laughs> I didn't think of it like that way. Ooh, the cheeky spin mm. on the could they? Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not bringing that up again. It's too raw because obviously we said that at the beginning, and obviously we fucking couldn't because look at us. Anyway. Um. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um, it's it's not. So let's move on from the fact that they've. This isn't a great start. Right. I just want to move on to something. They've lost one nil. Against the good side, Porto side that's beaten many big sides in the Champions League already. It's not an, as an embarrassing result as some Arsenal fans would have you believe. And the reaction to this result has been, in my eyes, unbelievable. I get all fans that can be reactionary. My, I myself I have a penchant for a reaction. Well, you I did like just it. there. If we can like, we sort of, sort of rewind back 30 seconds, there was a sort of a, a odious disdain in your voice that you'd sort of been let down well, by Spurs, even though they like you were a car no, 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 crash. No, this no, no, time no. last year, you were a car crash. So no, 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 no. no. no go on. Jim, don't Explain can't yourself. group me on because that's not true, is it? That my uh, my position right now and Tottenham's journey this season is very different. Is very different, and they haven't let us down anyway. We're building something, and everything's great. Just and a baby, aren't you? Fantastic. Just a tiny little baby, aren't you? Just a wee, just a little baby, <laughs> just a little baby. <laughs> Just the baby can't shout at a baby. Yeast. Your yeast. 
you know, you're set to rise, but you're yet to well, rise. At the moment, this is what Tottenham are. You're ye- yeast, right? Yeah. And we've got the wheat, and we've got the flour, and we've got to get all together. And Angie's belly, Angie's mind and belly and heart and soul is the oven, isn't it? Yeah. Does that work? Yeah. Yeah, that's where we are, whereas yeah. Arsenal have been yeast. They've been wheat and all that shit, yeah. right? Now they've they're improved. They've been proved. They, I don't even know what that means, but they've been put in a drawer they've been pr- no, for three yeah, seasons now to proved prove. Good. So there's that's because if you are right, making bread and I've done all the stuff with the yeast in the dough and you've chucked it in the oven, what you chucked it in the oven? What are you doing? Let that prove. That's they've what they've done because no, they, yeah, they got all the yeast. Possible. Like he did the yeast stage, like with you, yeah. and then yeah. they were like, "Well, so are we going to win trophies?" No, no, slap. They pass prove the it, prove it. One They're season later, they the come back state. and they go, wow, that looked bouncy. Should we pop that in the oven? Yeah, we could pop that. No, prove it longer. And again. Can't keep proving it. <laughs> right. Now they need to prove. No, they're taking it out. And if they don't win anything this season, then it's sinking. Like, look, you've gone for all <laughs> Ben Bowman says he's got a yeast infection. Would you agree with that? Yeah, very good. <laughs> As yeah, Arteta got a yeast infection. He's good. <laughs> look, uh, the, 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 but I want to go back to the reaction. Okay. To the Arsenal, the Arsenal fans to this result, like I had a little look just out of curiosity. I had not, I didn't have much to do last night because obviously Spurs yeah. aren't playing European football this year. Good point. I went over to Arsenal's Reddit. It was insane the reactions. Like everyone gets reactionary, reactionary to a result that they don't enjoy. But it's Reddit, two... Reddit, yeah, Arsenal. So, no, no, Reddit. but I'm surprised. Is Reddit a place of chaos? I thought Reddit was a place of sort Less of so truth. Th- no, it is. No, yeah, I mean, you got your upvotes and stuff. No, I don't know what's going on at Arsenal's one, but that, that that's that's what I read last night, and they're, okay. they're losing it, right? Look at where you are. If you're losing it right now, what is the point of following football? And I, this this extends to everybody who cannot take a bad result happening to their football club without losing their shits completely. And uh, Jim, your you know your attitude to QPR was very different this week, last week than it is this week. I'm not saying hey. you you know you're knee jerky, but I'm just saying we're all we're all eight, we're all potentially guilty of it. Jerking them, um, jerking all over the bloody place this weekend because the boys are fucking back. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> James. They Arsenal have scored 21 goals in five games. They are flying. Mm. They had a little dip, like a dip. What's the, what's the truth, Flav? They didn't register a shot on target. Yeah, they game against Porto. First time this season. First time That's this season. Yeah. Um, um. But what is the truth? The truth is about where they should be third in the Premier League. Do um. In their head, when things are going well, they talk yeah. themselves up. They get themselves into a situation. They believe every single one of their players is world class. You've heard them. You've heard them. You, you're doing it. What was it? Well, I saw your. Oh, there's, proof. Hey, oh, there's proof. Go check out the video. There is proof that Saka is better than Foden. It's there in black and white. Is it statistical proof? It's statistical proof. It's a a really good video now. It's a really good video, and it's not done well (laughs) because, obviously, fucking Arsenal lost. So, you know, if you are an Arsenal fan, feeling like, oh, are we good or not? Or is Saka good or not? That's the one one thing I think is fascinating With, with everyone. Right, with every and in every walk of life, especially any kind of uh, public figure, and I don't know if we've actually ever spoken about this properly because it is such a thing for me. Because during my career, like in TV, I worked in entertainment, and you saw this sort of cycle of like, you wow, you're the guy, and then mm. I, I've, I'm a bit saturated with you. Okay, I'm bored of you now, right? 
And I just would see it and I would see it. And I, then I would see the desperation of these TV stars or these reality stars. And I was always like, oh, that's scary. And that's led to a lot of therapy that I've had. But coming back to football, <laughs> the Saka, right? The Saka thing is really interesting for me that the, the desire, it's almost lazy desire to pick apart Bukayo Saka at the moment. I find bizarre. Who's a, who's picking him apart? Who's attacking? People, this is sort of, like he's golden been... child in my eyes. That's, yeah, everyone, and... that's what I see. Well, I guess the question again: What's the truth? Is was Saka not as good as everyone was saying he was? Or if if he was, why is everyone like desperate for his downfall now? There's been this tipping point with him like recently, and he's like clearly like a nice lad, incredible footballer, good professional. It's and it feels do. like people are a bit after. I don't get it. I don't. I don't it's I, what we do in England. We build just, them up and we tear them we down. We do, don't we? We absolutely yeah, love it. rip them we do it to, to shreds. We did the same to Rashford. Tear them up. Give them a boost. Help here's them. The, here's a question. When they, don't, when they let us down in World Cup finals, tear them down. Bring them down. Rooney, what a. Pr- bring him down. Is there, has there been, um, has there ever been a person that never got brought down? Because actually, um, if you actually, if we actually drill down on that, that's really interesting. Because if there isn't, if you can't find someone who at some point was just utterly thought of as trash in their career, then then it's it's inevitable for everyone. Which can probably, if you're a professional footballer listening to this, and I'm sure there's many, you can go. Do you know what? This this isn't reality. When I'm in my bad space, this is just people getting bored. I, do you know who thinks he's pretty re- like fire retardant? Is Southgate he's got a lot of stick? <laughs> what? What do you mean? He gets hammered all the time. No, absolutely, but it just doesn't seem to affect him. That's what I'm talking right. about. Right? They're setting fire to his house, and he's just sitting inside it, going, "This is fine." It, and you got to respect the man for it. Yeah, totally. Um, but so what? So uh, what were the Arsenal fans saying then? On Reddit. Oh, Ted, oh, God, hard to see. he just doesn't know how to do it. He doesn't know how to do it, does he? You look at the money we spent and we got... Um, that sort of thing. What's this? Who's that bloke? He's like dead. He sort of drew his line in the sand, if that's the right phrase, probably a sabism, uh, with like, Arteta's not the guy. And then has had to sort of just like write... What's his name? Um, He's horrible. Yeah. He's like not just a horrible, obnoxious... I know who you're talking about. Um... He don't want to tell me his name. All oh, right, don't give him the option. Him. But I no. bet he, he he's buzzing, isn't he? Isn't that what a weird existence? Delighted yeah. that your team's lo- lost. But you create oh. a you create a uh, you create a niche for yourself as a content creator, and that is your that's the that's the world you've that's the ditch you've dug, and that's what you have to live in for a bit. Um. So. Do you want to pull up the thread of? Because do you know what we're getting to? Late February is um, we sort of we can see on the horizon sort of bottle drop conversation. <laughs> this is the they time, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But regardless of what happens this season, they've not bottled it. They've not bottled it. Are they, were they favourites to win the Champions League? No, therefore they, they've not bottled it. The league was going to be di- very difficult for anybody to win, and they could still do it. 
So why even have that conversation right now? Why not look at it as, as, as if, God forbid, and seriously, I'd rather chuck myself out of this fucking window. But if I was an Arsenal fan, what... I, there, there's nothing negative to be said about how Arsenal were playing this season. You've gone through a little bit of a, an, a, a bad, bad patch. Mm. You've got a home leg against Porto that you will win and go through. But yet you can't cope with a disappointing result, James. Can you? They can't cope with a, dif- a disappointing result. The leg isn't over. They're not out. If they lose at home, that's a different conversation. Yeah. I think, so what you're really saying is, don't back Doon. Double Doon. It's a time I, to double I down. Really you're an Arsenal fan. You've got to double down right now. It's a great little... I, I, I look great yesterday. What are you double downing? You look, they, they look fantastic. What are you double downing? Well, like? Get on with it. You well, they did look great punch. against Porto, though. They did look great against Porto. And it's, and it's oh, a I'm knockout, sure, isn't it? That's the difference. Yeah, but they've got one more game. But it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Them. This is a good point. This is a good time to double down. This is a good time to double down. Yeah, double do. Because I said to I said to Craig yesterday, and it is it's, it's a great kind of uh, example of it, I guess. It doesn't happen often, but it was nice. Is uh, Craig went, oh, have you seen all the injuries for Liverpool? And me and my mate Craig had a couple of drinks last night. And he said, oh, I've seen the injuries for Liverpool. And I was like, yeah, bad. And, and, then, he, and then he went, Luton are winning. Luton are going to win. And they went, Liverpool win. Liverpool will be fine. We've seen this. Yeah, yeah, Luton, yeah. Luton, like, I know they got a draw against Liverpool, uh, Liverpool earlier in the season, but Liverpool will be fine. And and then it was like bang, 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 bang. I was like, I look really good. I'm sure I was really chuffed about. But so if you're an Arsenal um, fan, now's the time, isn't it? Yeah. Like you say, home leg against uh I think the thing to say is that Arsenal should be progressing. They should be like not yeah. winning the Champions League is a different thing to this yeah. tie alone. If you don't make it through I, this tie alone, and it's not like oh it's the Europa League, but we're really concentrating on the league. Yeah, but in terms of the bottling element it is though. But the bottling, from the bottling point of view... The if they lose the yeah, second leg, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> but that, that, they still have that leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So now's not the time. No, right? not at all. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad. I, I'd happily see them in fighting and, and, and having a whole good old miserable time of it all. But it seems to be this... With the advent of social media, football fans cannot or seem incapable now of being, that, being, being able to handle small points of disappointment. And it just yeah. shows an in, it just shows a, a lack of fabric. So okay, you can't make this... a defense, and it's not it's it, it's not it's it, a lot of it comes from being influenced by YouTube and and by YouTubers who have to reaction have a reaction to results for, for views and and be you know as as emotional in that moment as possible for views. But I long for the day, and I'm getting long in the tooth now, especially in this industry where there was no social media and you just go down the pub and talk it out over a couple of pints. <laughs> I love, that. I love the, 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 thought of, the thought of you going, game's finished, turns it off, leaves, gets his coat, and it cuts to him, you walking into the pub. <laughs> hey! And, and, and hey. as the Arsenal fans looking at Flav, it's like, it's like a scene from EastEnders, he's going, Flav, don't, don't. Let's just sit down and talk about it. <laughs> Thing is, though, you. What I will say, there's a bit of hypocrisy here in the sense that you've watched that game, then you've gone on to Reddit and you've looked for specific comments. No, that's my that's my that's, that's my, my job. <laughs> yeah. that's my prerogative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That it's up to me. You know, if I can't enjoy these things, what am I? What am I into football for? I yeah. just think overall, I think there needs to be an, an, a shift in mentality with football fans. 
when reacting to single defeats and, and no less half a leg. Yeah, Maybe I think, is there a, a sort of trauma from the last couple of years? I think that's a conversation, a conversation we had earlier in the season was if, but for, wait, if Arsenal fall apart again, now they haven't done that. I don't expect them to do that. If you look at the, the metrics, like their, their um, expected goals difference, which I think is a very important one, is really strong. Like they don't concede many chances. They, you know, they they score a solid amount, not the same amount as Liverpool, Man City, but like, but not far off. So, like overall, that you know, the difference between those two is really, really strong, and they are miles ahead of the other two when it comes to both together. But if they do do it again, because I think the the thing that you can put out there as a conversation, and I agree, you've got to double down right now and go, look, we're a really good team here. We're going to go and beat Porto. But they, in a in a very high profile game, and part of this is because of time, because it's only had the first half of the season. Now they've come through difficult times in terms, well, uh, uh, sorry, a high pressure game in terms of Liverpool and uh, Manchester City, and won both of those. But they are the first games in the season, not the second games of the season. This next four months or so, you need to see and a clear example of this team under extreme um like die or live this terrible phrase but like pressure and you need to see them come through it like that needs to happen so them going out to port yeah, would be that's a that now is the game that's now the game the, the second leg's the game yeah of course um and obviously that puts pressure on league games that happen after it and it has a fallout of not having a comfortable first leg performance get it mm. i do um the, 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 so what you're saying, Jim, if he fails, what do you do with him? The answer I, isn't sack Arteta. So the what I think is really... In, no, 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 of course not. Of course not. Of course at not, the end of, of the season, if they haven't won the league and they've been knocked out of the Champions League, you just carry on, right? You just carry on. But I think that the concern would, would then become... So obviously Mick Beale lost his job this week. And no, I, was, I know. Uh, he's, had a t- he's had a tough week, Mick Beale. And actually, I'm I'm half thinking of like reaching out to him because I'd quite I'd like to have a conversation with him, like about it because there's like people obviously QPR are very rarely in the news and the Mick Beal thing was a thing and obviously I really liked him and then he left right and what I found really interesting about Mick Beal because I said on this podcast I said I think I think he has the capability of, and actually I'm going to take the word out I think what I said I think he could be an England manager I really think that and, yeah. and I and I but. What what is fascinating about any manager now is so the average amount of days a manager gets is six hundred and twenty eight days or something, which is like hmm. what's that less than two years, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Mick Beal, his stock was so high, so so high, right? And then he makes one wrong turn, and I know this this suits me because I'm the QPR fan, but it's there for you. The, taking the Rangers job was a was a mistake. I would I would put forward in his career, and from that point to then getting the Sunderland job again in awkward posi- uh, in an awkward position, a bit like Rooney as well was on the overlap this week, um, and he was he took over John Eustace who was liked Mowbray was liked at Sunderland. Both got kind of what felt like unfairly sacked, and then Mick Beals come into that one, and Rooney came into that one. The what I'm getting at is. 
as good as being or bad as being a coach or manager you are the sort of pr around you and the ability to sort of keep the group with you is mm. so huge so the thing with arteta for me is that three years on the spin it would be interesting and I, i'm not sure it would happen but be interesting to see if he would lose any kind of grip on that dressing room because he has got such a grip on that dressing room but when the sort of data starts to sort of stack up and then there's these new narratives that you can sort of hang on to and throw at each other which is what basically happens these days mm. if they bottle it again like that could be the beginning of the sl- of a slope yeah fingers I'm, crossed i'm just putting it out there i don't you like i don't think it would, i think it's good you you don't know until you know but there isn't there is a there's a finite you well actually do you mean that like, you, you generally a manager has a finite about a period of a club and you said you know main, mainly they get sacked right which is why they let last under two years um but good managers last a lot longer and you know you've got three in them in in the premier league at the moment and arteta in his first job looks as cast iron a manager in terms of his position or at the club is that is that a word he's just got there's no at the moment there's just no way where he leaves his he loses his job at arsenal and for him to yeah. be 5 years into that project and it's been his first job that's an incredible achievement already yeah so true for a novice manager that is insanely good uh and very frustrating but the <laughs> but my point is that i don't know what my point is i just think it, if they if they get knocked out, if they it, it, it's not the end of the world. It's part of the process that they're in. They may never win the league. They may never win the Champions League. They've spent enough so that they should. But you're in the conversation. And if other things go your way, you may do. If Liverpool and Man City fall off, they might have horrendous ends to the season, and you'll win it. I'm I'm amazed at how kind you're being. I think you're being really kind. Uh, this is weird. Does anyone else find this weird? Why am I? Why am I sort of critiquing Arsenal and I'm just kind of backing them up? I don't get it. Because I'm not. I I can't believe the reaction to to one one nil defeat. I cannot believe what the, the what I was reading. I was like, if this was Spurs, I'd be like backflipping. I'd be like, yeah, we're doing the second leg. We're gonna go and win the league. This is amazing. What an amazing look at all the investment and the plan. Look at the club and how well they've planned to get to this position. Like, I hate their guts. James, you know this, right? Yeah. You can't ignore the progress they've made over the last five years and how patient they've been with Arteta in those first two years of that, underperformance. Absolutely. And all of this, including getting knocked out of the Champions League, if they do, is a part of football. It's not a big deal. It isn't a be-all and end-all for Arteta. But the fans are behaving like it is. And everyone needs to just fucking grow up a little bit. Flav's sweet, sweet gunner, says Thomas Martin. Flav is a gooner, says. Can I, can I just, can I just, um, can we just go back to McBill for a second? Uh, yeah, can, can I just say, by the way, if you want to become a patron and join us for the pod, we're literally looking at the chat right now and we will see the funny stuff that you're saying. Ben Bowman's on fire uh, this week, by the way. Um, but yeah, so all of you guys, thank you to our patrons who are with us right now. I see you all. Um, but if you want to become a patron and join us, we do a mailbag each week where we often reveal stuff that we probably shouldn't, <laughs> which I don't think it happened actually even this week. A lot um, on last week. Yeah. No, it did. Of course it yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, if you want to be a part of that, then uh, get involved. Uh, get involved, sorry. Uh, Enjoyed. Mick, Mick had a burner, a burner account. 
that he used to promote pro Mick Bill propaganda, according to the Daily Mail. It was alleged that he had this link. Do you know anyone that I just, just let me give you a quick heads up? If you have two Twitter accounts, it's really easy to find out if you if it's the same person. There is a website that exists that can tell you how many linked accounts. So you've got someone being horrible. So for the case in point is there was this person on Tottenham Twitter saying something who was it was he was relatively, you know, had his ideas, but it was it was quite the way he delivered it was quite harsh. And then he created this burner account, which was completely unrelated, which was like super harsh. Right. So you did a check and you just, there's like an ID that correlates between the two. So don't ever think of doing it, Jim, if you're pro Jim. No, I haven't. Again. I've, um, yeah, 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 true, which does sound like something I do. <laughs> but no, no, I think I'm all right. I think I've got my family with me now, so I'm okay. Yeah. I, I actually, yeah, I don't want to give away too much, but I've, in my time in the industry, I've been aware of um, someone I was working with who was utilizing a, a burner account. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. And actually, I, I, I sort of, I was like, am I crazy? Or like, and then I sort of spoke to someone I trusted and, and they went, oh, yeah, that's that's the burner account, right? And I was like, <laughs> right. All right. Yeah. Right. And he's like, yeah, obviously. I was like, oh, OK, right, right. Um, yeah. What? But what does that show about his insecurity that he feels like he needs to go on social media to create another narrative? I, can I... manager. Can I shock... A lot about him. I, this is, I was probably not going to shock you because you know what I'm like. But I was like, straight away, I was just like, oh, okay, leave him alone. That's <laughs> terrible, yeah, isn't it? No, I, mean, I was like, oh, you're a snake from a distance whilst things are going well, well for you. But like, all right, he's had enough now. Like, give, give, give Bill a break. I do feel... So, that's what I mean. I do feel sorry for him. I think he's a really good coach. I really, really do. I really do. But he has, he sort of backed himself a little bit too too much. Um, but he's it's, also, it shows he's someone who's coaching. savvy. Sorry, Michael. Mm. Which coaching and the ability to manage relationships and how you manage yourself are yeah. two different things. Your ability to coach is, is, it could be second to none. Man management and, and, and. He's had an outrageous you, success you... as well, like as a coach. You know, yeah. for what he did, he did well at Villa, and he did well, well at so well at Rangers as a as a head coach or as a as a number two. You think where you're you're out of the limelight, where you don't have the manager controls the relationships. The manager mm-hmm. can you know in that instance. Um, I think probably, you need distance. I think that's that would be the thing that it'd be interesting. He's always spoken about. I'm a sort of I'm a what they called. I'm I'm an on the grass. I'm a, I'm sorry. I'm on the grass manager. Like I like mm. to be there coaching them. And like when you hear people talk about, there are different kinds of managers that say like when Gary Neville and Keane are talking about Fergie, that he was always sort of quite far. Like it was a very clever model actually Fergie made where he had, uh, what was his name? Brian Kidd. Was it Brian Kidd? Brian Kidd. And then, yep. uh, then he had McLaren and then he had Queeroz and then he had whoever he had. But like, so you had new voices because your voice becomes boring. So he's able to keep that distance. And I think that distance leads to a sort of an element of fear, which is quite clever, which, I, which I've heard about Postacoglu. It sounds like Postacoglu does that at times as well. But yeah, the burner account is yeah, that yeah, it shows yeah. someone who he's obviously, yeah, he was, he was savvy enough to kind of be building a bit of um, a podcast called Player ID, I think it was. Uh, but then he thought he would be kind of able to get away with it. And I don't know. I think there's something quite human about it. Um, but, the pylon is 
I get why it's come out while it has. Um, mm. But I, yeah, I don't know. I've got a pang of feeling sorry for him, if I'm honest. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that. Um, because enough. it has gone so... It's amazing what, you know, what, what a year can do or, or whatever it is. Like his, Will he get another job? Like, or, or the trajectory that his career was going on is now just so different, right? He'll have right. to go down. He'll have to go down. Double down. down. Double down? Down, down. Uh, some top comments. This is interesting. Just while I talk about managers. Uh, Ryan Cook, 53 likes on this. I like this. It costs money to fire a manager and bring in a new one. And all the clubs are finally worrying about FFP, so they can't. Sam yeah. Schofield then replied, that's what I reckon too. But also, the whole shift towards directors, specialists, and line coaches. Also, apart from Roy and Moyes, and obviously Roy's left his post, not long for this world, surely. Um, I, I think he means within football, hopefully. Uh, Ten Hag and Poch are arguably the only sackable managers. You can't look at the spends and conclude that they haven't underachieved, but maybe those clubs can't afford to sack them. Whereas Moyes you also, has done brilliantly, but it does feel toxic. Will you also see managers perform better because they're given more time? They're less reactionary. Like there's one. It'll, it's different down the bottom of the league where relegation costs more. You know, the co- impact of relegation is so significant that FFP is almost like a secondary consideration. But in terms of, like, in Chelsea's position, the best thing for them, as I, as I said, didn't I? After, I, I, I get weirdly find myself back in Pochettino and, and thinking Chelsea are not as bad as everyone says they are. Do you remember me saying that, Jim? Yeah, mate, they've turned a corner. They've turned a corner. I'm not, sure. And I'm not, I'm not saying what, what, well. <laughs> what that ceiling is, but... There would have been other managers, other other owners, i.e. Uh, Bramwich, that probably would have got rid of po- Pochettino. Mm. Um, and maybe giving managers more time isn't the end of the world. I mean, we discussed it last week, Jim, when we said, or the week before, when we said, you should have to lock in a manager for your entire season, regardless. You've yeah. made him as a sign-in. But it's, that is interesting to see if that will be the case sort of moving forward. I think you're right. When, when you're sort of down the bottom and there's the problem of relegation, what one thing you have in your armory is the little like turbo boost button of a new manager. And yeah. so that's why you see that happen so often. That's why I, I think it's interesting. Say like Vincent company at Burnley, it would be interesting if you did that. He's got so much credit in the bank that they're just kind of sticking with him. What do you think that happens there? I think, do you know what? I think again, if you think I've got Mick Beale in my head, but if you think about, how long you've got as a career as a manager. Say company stays there for seven years, right? And they go up and down a couple of times, but they're playing great football all the time. And then in la- they bounce back up. Like, you know, Leicester, Southampton, uh, Leeds are in a strong position and, now. And he helped go down and up with, with Bournemouth as well. I'm no, sure Sean Dyche did. Um, no, Eddie Howe just left once he relegated. Jumped ship. Shame. He was there a long time though, wasn't he? Yeah, he'd been there ages. But so company, if you really zoom out, Burnley fans could go, look, we're going to go down, but we've got the parachute payments and we're playing far more enjoyable football. Let's see this as a free four-year thing with these young players and make sure, and if we come back a bit like, so Bournemouth kind of did that. They went down, um, they went down, but kind of kept quite a young sort of base. And then when they came back up, they had a lot of players like Solanke, who kind of needed that year in the championship to kind of become a man and get the confidence. And then when he went back into the championship, he was kind of good to go. So then mm. that might be the, 
smart solution with Burnley. I think if they wanted to stay in the league this year, they needed to change. They needed to change the way they were playing a bit. Like it's, it's yeah, now and, clear and it's... that that's not worked. And I th- I have a general theory that when you get promoted, you have to have physicality to because you're not going to over sort of you're not going to hurt teams with too much quality generally. Like if you look at Brentford and Brighton, what they've done when they go up is they get Chris Hutton in or Thomas Frank and they are smart. They are incredibly resolute. They have big players and they have that physicality. And then there's a softening over time to bring in more quality and to sort of take the handbrake off a little bit. Yeah. 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 And they've done that. No, they haven't done that. But but then for com- companies' development, he's I, I think potentially he's looking at his own development and thinking, this is the way I need to play. This is the way I'm always going to play. This is my philosophy. Do I adapt this now and sort of renege on my commitment to my own ideas because Burnley, this is what Burnley needs right now. And you would argue, you might argue, it's an argument that that's what a good manager would do. That he would find a way to keep Burnley up and then go back to the way he wants to play and try it again. If he take Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It's Burnley down and he says, all right, I'm committed to Burnley and play, gets them up again playing the same brand of football, which I'm sure he will. Um, what, what does that tell you about he's what does that do for his development it doesn't he's doing what he's already achieved to do already so if he goes down he probably should leave so but... i i can't remember who said it but it was a, it was a really good point it was on the uh the athletics tactics podcast i think and uh the the guy who said it he said that he thinks that vincent company it's not in his best interest in terms of his career development or career ambitions to play a different style of play because yeah. if you do that then you'll never get linked to those top jobs because exactly. to get those top jobs, you have to play a certain way, right? Yeah. So that's that's the other problem he's got. If and you know, you don't know if that's true or not. Um, but no, it's. I, I think that makes complete sense. That's. I mean, that's more or less what I just said. So yeah, you know, he's um he he has a way to play, and um 
he, he knows already that he completed the championship without even... I mean, I know there were periods... I watched the documentary, so there were periods of difficulty. But overall, they were just fucking... They flew, right? Yeah, yeah, way too good. I mean, they spent 30 million, right? Yeah. But, but, but that's um, what you need to get out, right? Yeah. Well, and I... But I but do think there's something... More than that to get up. You know, and let's go back to... Let's go back to Queen's Park Rangers, who could really... Now's the time, guys. For God's sake. Rotherham at home. There... Jimmy, you've got no problems. You've got no problems. You're going to win. You're going to win. We are playing and, and, our and way out you... of trouble. That is what I will you're... say. Come on! You're... you're convincing as well with it. As Jim, I've been saying this. I've been saying this. I listened to Les Ferdinand on the um, Upfront podcast. You listened to that yet, Jim? I have not. A lot of it's about QPR. You'd be, you'd be happy to know. Right. And the difficulties and struggles of what, what happened after you, after Harry Redknapp basically just fucked you in the ass. You love Simon Jordan, don't you? <laughs> you love him so much. Just, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I like him. I He's think your he, favourite. He, He's your favourite. In all football. I could stick on him podcasts and sit back and... I could sit... <laughs> He's your... Could sit if, on... if, if a football person in football was a shark, it's Simon Jordan. For you. I think he's a good interviewer. I, I think he's a good interviewer. I, I don't think he needs to be as abrasive as he as he often is. I think he could kind of tone things down a little bit. But yeah, I do. I think he's good. Obsessed. Good. A bit obsessed. Listen to him obsessed. every day. Do you no, listen I'm to him trying... every day? Do you hear Simon John's voice every day? If I'm driving on the right, if I'm driving in the car <laughs> and it's between ten and one, I'm like, I'm sticking that on for sure. It's a bit, it's just easy, isn't it? But Jim, I'm literally just, there was a bit of content not made by you about QPR. (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dismissing it. Gobble it up. No, I will do. No, I've, um, no, it's interesting. I've heard a few things with him, but he spoke to, who did he speak to? He spoke to Cammy and Ben Shepard. It was on, I was driving and it was on BBC radio and they had the interview there and and it was interesting what he said he he felt a bit gutted about what kind of happened so yeah i will i will check that out definitely um is he still your is he still your director of football as well no he's gone he's gone so is it an old yeah. episode then maybe no no it was this week last but week. but that i mean that's the one thing i would say is marty i don't know if it, the way that marty's playing so anyone who doesn't know how QPR are playing we are trying to keep the ball as much as possible. We're playing games that are quite generally quite low scoring, I would say, but like incredibly low XG, often for ourselves as well as the opposition. Um, but we are keeping the opposition's XG uh, against us down. Um, and it's so smart. It's so like, in terms of with the quality that we have, which is minimal, he's keeping us in games of football and giving, giving us a chance, which is interesting. But it's things like with Burnley, they're... Maybe there's a ceiling to that once you get into the Premier League that you can't do that. I don't know. But please win the game this weekend and keep on marching forward. Come on, the lads. The one thing, I don't know if anyone has this. This is one for one for the comments made for next week, right? So obviously every game, I'm, come, I'm like, come on, boys. And there is a thing that in my lifetime, never, ever, I understand why it's done, but it never works out. And it might not be something that happens at Tottenham. But if I see, and I saw it, I saw it on Twitter, I went, no. Kids get in free for a pound. Or get kids get in for a pound day. It's one of them ones. So they'll, oh, they'll go in the fixtures. Every year they get in the fixtures. They'll go, rather them at home. Well, that'll be the one that no one will turn up to. And they'll go, kids get in free. And over the years, we've played Cambridge. We've played Peterborough. We've played Rotherham this weekend. And it's always that one where, I don't know if you've had this as well, where you go, oh, my mate's coming 
my, my, my mates, I've got a spare ticket. Do you want to come? And your mates come in and you go, you want them to show what they've do got. Remember, do you not remember Tottenham Dortmund? We, we went yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Bamiyam absolutely tore us a new one. This yeah. was good. This was good Tottenham as well. This is under Pochettino. Whenever that happens, whenever we got this old kids getting for a quid and you've got a chance to actually build the fan base, it's always an absolute stinker of a game. You and it's going to happen again. Oh, yeah, I'll be there. Mate, I'll be there, of course. But, but we need to bloody win this one. Look, Jim, just looking at your league form at the moment, you're on 32 points. You've got Millwall 33, Huddersfield 34, Stoke 35, Swansea 36. Mate, they're not all going to be picking up points every week, Jim. You, because, we if, will. Look, what, well, if you look at your form, easily, easily the best in one, two, three, four, five, six. The next six teams above you, your form is the best. You've lost one in five, two wins, two draws. That isn't relegation form, son. Come on. And um, like I said, the XG against, I think since he came in, we're like fourth best in the league or something. It's insane, isn't it, for a team down the bottom? And importantly, in the relegation dogfight, as I was saying to my friend Craig, as a Stoke City fan, who are on their knees despite beating us last week. Yeah. Everyone's behind the manager. Everyone's players are clearly bought into the style of play as well. So maybe just maybe, lads. Maybe just I saw a video of the QPR fans at Bristol City all dancing and singing and celebrating. Come on. Just stay. Because do you know it's one where if you stay if you stay up with this lad, this Marty boys, he I don't know, I'm doing it again. He will be a Premier League manager. He will be a Premier League manager. He's really smart. He's so smart. (laughs) Jim. Not with us. I'm not saying with us. I'm just saying he will be a Premier League manager. No, I know, I know, I know. You said Mick Bill would also manage England, didn't you? So might still do that. Um Chelsea versus Liverpool this weekend. Wouldn't it be so fucking Chelsea? They win it. If they win the trophy. How can you have that so Chelsea? That's why I was like, Rory's such a Rory's such a great example of a Chelsea fan because he always lands on his feet and yeah. always lands on his feet. Even sometimes I'm thinking, oh, I love Rory. I love him dearly. I mean, do you know what? It'd be nice if he just tripped up once in a while. But no, he's like a cat. He will always land on his feet. And I've said that to his face. Yeah, no, you know, he's... But he's if Chelsea win... And Joe, if Chelsea... If Chelsea win a trophy this year and finish above Tottenham, that's so Chelsea. It's so Chelsea. And with Liverpool and all the injuries, they've got a massive opportunity what you, there. What do you finish? What do you mean finish above Tottenham? Well, Rory said Chelsea will finish 12, above Tottenham. 12 points behind us. You know, I don't know if there's, like, there's some sort of misconception about Tottenham's form. We're third in the last 10 games, third in the form table. In the last ten, well, I don't, yeah. I think there's an, there's an yeah. idea. I don't know where it you comes lost your last from. game, didn't you? I guess Is that it. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it. That's it. We lost the last game, so it's, it's all over. Yeah, yeah. We haven't been playing that well, to be honest. But... We're a reactionary bunch, aren't we? Yeah, we are indeed, uh, mate. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, you could definitely see Chelsea turning up and winning. They performed when they when they've they've, they've been up against better sides. They've performed well um, all season, not just. You know, and 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 there's yeah. I mean, you, you, the, the football writes funny stories sometimes, doesn't it? The football gods write funny stories, and fucking yeah, probably be uh, another glorious weekend for supporting Spurs as Chelsea romp home against Liverpool. They're, going um, there. They're so gonna win. They're so gonna win. They're so gonna win. They're so Chelsea for them to win it. Uh, yeah. Oh well. Uh, we've got one. 
a few one week bands. Also, oh yeah, the uh, Ratcliffe interview. I've got a few quotes from it. Written it down. Yeah, go on. Intrigued to know what people think about this. And you did you watch the interview? I didn't watch it. I read the I read it like a a BBC report on it. Okay. I listened oh, yeah. to some bits. I did watch it. Before. He's I think he's quite to the point. I was quite impressed. Uh, mm-hmm. So he said, so tell me if you agree with these or not. You say whatever you want on them. Right. He said, Man United should always be challenging. Agree? Yeah, with un- undoubtedly they should be. Without doubt. They're the biggest club in, in the world or second biggest club in the world. The revenues they generate are huge. Yes, I agree. They they should be. And anything other than the title challenge is an underperformance. Okay. Not and, that uh, things happen, by the way. Say that again. Like things happen in the season. You, every team can underperform in, in in moments and over a period of time, but generally they need to be in the Man United need to be purely based on on their revenue, which gives you every advantage. Uh, should be challenging for the league every year. Okay, uh, guys in the chat, let's know. Just write agree or disagree in the uh, chat. So, should Man United always be challenging? Secondly, you kind of you said you spoke about it there. He said it himself. He said Man United are the biggest club in the world. And he said, well, and then he said, well, I'm a bit biased in his thick Manchester accent. And then How he said, biased can you be? And then he's in his thick Manchester accent, which he used to try and buy Chelsea a year ago. And then he, um, it's a joke. He said, uh, well, at the very least, well, he said, at the very least, they're the most well known. Yeah, but did he try and buy Chelsea? Yeah, he did it in an interview to try and buy Chelsea. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. It's not you said. Don't, it's not a joke. It is. I know. Upset, don't they? He said they're the very. They're at the very least the most well known. Now, I don't really like these debates, but I, I did prick my ear. Are they the well the most well known club in football? And if not, who is? I think Real Madrid and Barcelona are probably the. I the agree. Most I agree. Especially like, for, I get what sort of age group. Are you taking the what well, every the sort of stats every from? age group I mean. will have a Barcelona Real Madrid children consistently see children walking around in our Barcelona and Real Madrid kits. It's definitely it's definitely them. It's not, but 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 how well known? I suppose is directly correlated to how much money you can generate. But regardless of what what, what how how you can't <laughs> that intangible of well known is difficult to articulate. But revenue isn't. And when you is directly related to how many people have invested financially in your football club. That'd be a great video. Someone wants to do it. Ben, you're a TikToker. You should go to places and go, what like who's who's a better who's a more well known club? QPR or as um who said it there? As Henry said, Burton Albion. Should just find out who who's like or Palace and you know, you know clubs that are quite similar. Uh, like I don't know, yeah. like someone there was a, a guy from Football Ramble talking about uh, Premier League clubs. Really good clip yesterday, actually, and we'll, we'll have a clip on uh, the channel this week about talking about Premier League mid-table fans and if they're spoilt. I know it's a bit hyperbolic, but it's a really interesting conversation. But uh, he was talking about Sheffield United and Portsmouth being similar-sized clubs in terms of being well-known. If you went to like Paris <laughs> and then tried to find out out of those two. Or, I, I think I that would be really interesting to me, but I think yeah. Barcelona Real Madrid is about the same. I would put, I was I went Barca in my head. I thought Barca were the most well known club because of Messi, Ronaldinho, 
in the last 25 years. I think years. it's Real Madrid. I think it's always Real Madrid, I think. Because Ronaldo's, Ronaldo's got bigger numbers, isn't he, when it comes to social media? But you know, you, know, you know what you said like about just a minute ago about the middle clubs being like spoiled or whatever the fans being spoiled? Um, we posed that like, question. You, know you posed the question. It wasn't a statement. And the, yeah. the, but but like, if you look at... I'm just going to Google the La Liga. Like, mm. you ask the person in the street about any... Like, name... Name two teams in La Liga who that are not Real Madrid, Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, or fucking Valencia. People would struggle just to come out with two names in this country. Yeah, I think you're right, and and I think that kind of coming back to, and I think I said this in the in the podcast is so the podcast is out on Spotify now if you want to check it out um, now, but we'll, we'll have a video up later in the week. I was saying that the thing I'm. I'm sort of struggling with it, not struggling with, but I, I just think it just feels clearer and clearer day by day is just these sort of sections of the football league. And, mm. and that I think the, the sort of barrier to entry into a new section feels really, really difficult. So the conversation went all over the place. It's really good because we had a palace fan and a Fulham fan and the Fulham fans quite happy with life right now. And I got a message from my mate Craig about Stoke and the fact that, they got a, they finished ninth, 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 and then it was they got a bit. What's the word? Yeah, they got a bit entitled in terms of like, well, come on, we should be going for it. And, and right. obviously, didn't West Ham, yeah, player players didn't they? Actually, club tried to move in that direction. Yeah, and you no kind of like we said that earlier though. You have to, you have to a little bit because yeah. you have to soften to, to to go and win games, right? Ojan from Barcelona, they bought. Yeah, um, Jesse, do you remember Jesse? Yeah, jeez, he got run over cool. by his fiance. I think. Brilliant. Yeah, crazy. Um, so yeah, so it's it's a very weird time, I think, for. And I think this is again the time of the season where we sort of talk about it a lot of the times. So those mid-table teams, I think it's always a very, a weird experience. It's one that I sort of. So obviously, when I was a QB, I had to start with. We were in the Premier League, and then you know we finished fifth, and we had Les Ferdinand, we had players that you thought, oh, we can go and do something here, and then we obviously went to the depths and came back up twenty years later. And we just got relegated. We never sort of stayed in there long enough. So I've, I've, I've sort of got close to sort of feeling that like, oh, what's that like? What's mid-table like? But I've never really yeah. truly experienced it. It isn't enough time that's given to the polite of, of your football club, Jim, and you personally, right? And I'm thinking about you because, you know, it's just you've never really, you've, had, you've tasted the highs of fifth. And don't get me wrong, many I, clubs won't. Brighton haven't yet. Did they finish fifth last year? Maybe they did. God, sorry. I'll finish your point. I haven't finished insulting you yet. So, (laughs) but now it's just like this middling misery, right? Whereas, think of our good friend Callum Randall from Ball Street, who's been following Southend home and away for years, and he's nothing but, he's never been rewarded. I I couldn't even tell you what division they're in now. Where are they? They're in National League? Uh... Yeah, there must be. Yeah, must be the National League, I think. Yeah, right. And Arsenal fans are complaining about losing one nil in the Champions League <laughs> away, and poor old Callum has gone home and away with Southend United. And what did you do that he didn't do? You simply followed the glory. You just went, oh, where's it going? What's that Premier League basically. trophy over there? Yeah. Basically, more or less, that's what happened, right? You liked playing them on FIFA. They had Thierry Henry when you were little. Oh, I'm an Arsenal fan. That's it. That's your gestation period of becoming an Arsenal fan. 
poor old Callum has been on the rattler up and down the country, seeing Southend get battered for 15 years. And he's still fucking going. And you don't hear a peep from him. <laughs> Do you, I, but this, what I find interesting is the fact that, and I know we have, we always joke about it and stuff like that. But like I've, you know, I've seen us, I've seen us uh, win at Wembley. I've seen us um, win the league. I've seen us get promoted away at Hillsborough. Like I've had those wicked moments, right? But I think what's really tricky is that for a sort of uh, maybe like a, well, a Palace or a Fulham or those guys, they've kind of got to the sort of glass, this sort of glass ceiling of being in the championship and going, Ugh. they've kind of got to that point because they think they're better than it. Yeah. But but then there's only a finite spell. But then when you, when you go up, so like Craig, Craig said, it was so good. He was like, he said, you, you have to, I'll read it again. And I, I read it in the podcast, but it is worth reading because it's so, it's such a great comment, I think. I think I read this to you yesterday, didn't I? He said, you have to accept that 60% of the time you're going to struggle in the premiership. And to the point that the guy in Football Ramble said, he said, your existence, like even in like going for the playoffs, there's a sort of day at the end of it that you could get into, you know, you could go to Wembley. Um, But but being in, being Palace is, so there is a purgatory to that. Do you know what I mean? What, so this is, and this is what, how do you solve this problem in the Premier League then? Like, I can understand that. Paris, there's a purgatory to Palace. There is a purgatory. Tottenham. For West Ham. For Tottenham in its own way, yeah. For sure, we finish higher up consistently than Palace do. But is there any real difference if neither of us are winning things? We've both got hope for a better future, but there's no absolutely zero guarantee of it. You might argue that Tottenham, uh, given the money that's pumped into Tottenham, that we should be more optimistic, but you're then... On a smaller scale, you win 60% of your games as well. That's the difference. Yeah, and it feels good in At that least. respect. But, yeah. but, but by, by a, can I add a caveat to that? Those forty percent feel more painful because of the expectation of the that the sixty percent creates. Mm. And yeah, eventually, that's... what you're competing with is teams that are so good that any slip up, you think, oh, fuck, that's fucked." Then, mm. like, how good are Manchester City? The Manchester City that won the league last year is the best I've ever seen in the Premier League. In with my own eyes, that's my opinion, right? This Arsenal side that there are Arsenal fans, that some Arsenal fans, not all of them have been losing their minds about is one of the best that they've ever seen. Ever seen. And probably will ever see. Right? But everybody is relatively disappointed with their experience in the league. <laughs> Apart from Liverpool fans who seem perpetually fucking happy regardless of what <laughs> well, I guess their day's coming, isn't it? We're clock leaving. Uh, yeah. Speed away, so quick question for the chat. Blake Newton. Question for the pod next week. Who's the most boring club in England to support? Good question. I think in England, I can't tell you, I, th- I don't know enough about down the leagues. I think QPR has pretty, been pretty, not boring, but you've got to be quite depressed. Yeah, not bo- uh, boring. Wrong, wrong. Uh, boring. It's not boring. It's, it's, boring. it's heartbreaking. Okay. Apologies. Yeah, it's no, soul destroying. Is, yeah. is anything but boring, is it? Yeah. Anything. Um, boring. Is it boring? It, it, let's do it's not the most relatable way to answer this question is about Premier League. Okay. In terms of boring. Uh, there was I'm a club thinking, I went to, which is bizarre, well, but I, I went to Man City. <laughs> but which is odd, isn't it? It doesn't make sense, does it? It doesn't make sense. It make, no, it's, it fucking, makes... it's a terrible take. It's, just, it doesn't no, make it, sense no, it's, not, it's not a terrible take because you look at, you look at the, 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 their parades after they've won it all 
and it's just shit. There's no energy, right? Because of the way they've gone about it, because they've suddenly and don't I? You know, genuinely from uh, from uh, if I was to speak to a Man City fan, I would take nothing away from their experiences, right? Because they had it so shit before with Manchester United, and as actually a beautiful irony in the way that they've gone about just completely destroying Manchester City, Manchester United's place as the main main club in Manchester by becoming a financial powerhouse that Manchester United always were. There was never going to be an opportunity for Manchester City to usurp United. It was just not in the script, and then it happened. So, And those fans get to feel that, and they went through years and years of being abused for being a Man City fan by Man United fans. So that's fine, but the way it went about it isn't real. It's plastic, and, and so winning is just, oh, yeah, this is what we do now, isn't it? Because we've got the best. We've got the best of everything. They need Jim... Henry, this. Sorry, Henry says, I'm a City fan who's still got a Thomas Cook shirt in the wardrobe and I'm loving life. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, but this is, what they, this is what they're convincing themselves of. He's not. Henry, Henry, Henry's hating every minute of this, right? <laughs> exactly. He's hating it all. Well, he he, he hates, hates it. He absolutely hates Pep Guardiola. He hates it all. Right. Do you know what they need? And we'll throw back to something we said last season. Mm. They need a bit of thick because they've had a thin yeah. for the whole... So they need a re- they need a, a, they need they, they need some jeopardy brought into it because you can't they've been consistently the best team for the last five years. I know, I know Liverpool won once, but even that was really close. I think the most boring team. Like how to how support, can it be thinking we're going to win every game? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I get that. I think um, I think their time will come when Guardiola's gone. It can't continue like this, surely. In terms of boring. I would go with West Ham. And this is probably where the disdain comes from a little bit. And even West Ham is stupid, really, because West Ham are in the Europa League. They've won a trophy in the last 12 months. I think they would even say they're quite bored. But but they're not going... There's no way they're going down. They don't really believe that they're going to kind of improve. And I think the football overall is, is slightly disappointing. Palace. Palace is another one, I think. It's a fair shout. Brentford's an interesting one. See where their fans, how their fans sort of continue to sort of develop as they're getting past this sort of three-year, four-year mark in the Premier League. Will they get to a point where like, well, come on now, we want to kind of kick on. It's the kicking on. I think the kicking on is so difficult. It's such a, such a leap. It's the travelator of football. Just on that, I just want to get your thoughts on this. I just read that Thomas Frank, if Alonso goes to Bayern Munich, Thomas Frank might be lined up to be the next Liverpool job. This isn't ITK or anything like that. It's just something I read on the internet, right? So it might right. not be, but I'm just curious. That stinks of failure, of going tits up, doesn't it? It just stinks of it. Because the charisma that Klopp has run that football club, and, and the, whether you like him or not, he has led that football club and become the store of it. You just can't see sort of dorky... Thomas Frank so, managing Liverpool. Another conversation I had with Craig yesterday was the fact that if you're a mid-table manager, how do you get yourself... So I asked the question, we got to the answer in the end. How, who was the last manager to make the jump the from a mid-table from a sort of mid-table team to uh, to a sort of top team and, and do okay? And it was Poch. Yeah, it was yeah. Poch. But we struggled about for a bit. You know, he had Nuno for a second... Um, but then after that, because I think there's weirdly, there's a bit of a problem there. Again, it's the, the sort of PR and the, the sort of patronizing of the mid table clubs is that Thomas Frank, who 
who's obviously a very good manager, it's kind of like, oh, you can chuck him in the hat in terms of names, but don't, I don't want him. It's, the, it's that, it's not, isn't it's, it? It's his charisma. It's his personality. That's a major issue. And, and that's that shouldn't be an issue. But it is. Like, you look at Pep Guardiola, you look at even Arteta, as much as I loathe the man, I can't believe how much fucking positive said I've said about Arsenal this week, but like they had, they have a gravitas. Whereas Frank's just like he knows his football. Don't get me wrong, Sam. Yeah. Do you, do you know what I think though? Right. I think for you to make that jump, you have to be quite mythical, and to be quite mythical and ambiguous, you have to not really speak the language brilliantly, and therefore you don't say too much. So, and the reason I got to that was Poch. <laughs> Poch sort of came in quiet, didn't really, yeah. you know, and then bounced up. Right. Well, Bielsa. He didn't. He, he didn't give an interview in English in Southampton. He's exactly. always spoken. Bielsa didn't change for a while. Didn't, didn't speak for a while. And I know his stock sort of dropped at the end, but at the same time, he's still quite got a good reputation. And I, we were thinking like, you know, who would be a manager now that could get make that jump? And someone like Iraola could be that kind of guy. And again, for the similar, like, he's got that sort of, the, you know, he's got the sexiness of being Spanish that kind of, I think it actually kind of helps. Yeah, it's a shallow sport. Yeah. It's a shallow sport. It is. Perception is everything. Right. One week bans. People getting, people are fuming in the chat with the amount of football chat. Let's move on. Uh, one week ban. Uh, I asked on Twitter. Shane B said, uh, the player li- lying down behind the wall on a free kick. What <laughs> the fuck is that about? I've never seen the hit one. I've never once seen the draft excluder be used. At all so, well, so there was a way. debate, uh, I wouldn't say raged, um, took place from, on Twitter. Why is it so prevalent? I think I think the idea is that you're, it allows you to make a bigger wall, doesn't it? No, I appreciate I know why they do it, but right. where did it, it suddenly became really fashionable? Yeah, it did. Like, and so, but so so Seb, Seb was saying that on Twitter that I've never seen it hit the player, and then someone oh. came back with, "Well, that's kind of the point, though, is that by oh, having the yeah, player there, the people ball. won't even shoot low." I don't remember often the ball going low in free kicks. How often players actually utilize the jump, either? Well, I guess that it, it takes away the decision: do you jump or not? The idea is that you do jump because you've got a bloke there. Was there any? Do you know? Are there any stats there to back up how effective draft excluders are? I would say that anyone who's jotting those stats should. They need a one big ban. Uh, Joe W with the bombshell here. People who put milk first for their cereal. Do people no do that? that? No one does that. I saw a question. <laughs> it was on the sidemen, a sidemen video, and. They asked them, is cereal a soup? I mean, you can have cold soup. Spaccio is cold soup, isn't it? You can also have stuff in a soup, can't you, as well? Is it about the base, really? It's a water and milk is... I mean, milk... I hate it, but Mm. possibly. Possibly. Just while you're thinking, the first use of the tactic known as the draft excluder in professional football was Brazilian player Ricardino, who represented Figueirense in Campeonato Serie B, this is Brazilian second tier. During a match against Palmeiras in 2013, he fell on the ground trying to block George Valveda's shot from just outside the box. You have a bit of knowledge. Luke says cereal is a chowder. 
I know what you're saying. It's yeah, like is curry is exactly. I think this is silly. Uh, I don't think it is. Slash is, is curry a soup then? Yeah, is that tikka masala a soup then? When does a sauce no, no, become a soup? Do you know what I mean? But what's it, what's interesting about it is that while you firstly initially you would just dismiss it out of hand, when you actually think about it, there are similarities. That's what's interesting. But no, yeah, sweet soup. Um, Rob Turner, bit snobby this somehow. Cereal is neither healthy nor tasty. I don't get it. Good to have you back, Rob. Good to have you back. Um, mm. I I love cereal, but I've, I have it. It does seem people would hate. It's got it's got bad rep now, isn't it? Cereal, so you're not allowed to eat it. Everything is bad. Anything that gets popular, there'd be someone there telling you why it's tear shit. it down. To tear it down. Popular. Told you, didn't I? Yeah. Um, this one I thought was absolutely spot on from Lillard. Um, I'm not going to share it with you, but you'll see it on your screen pretty soon, Flav. I actually might wait for your reaction. If are you watching the stream? Can you click the stream? You haven't shared it. I don't know. Okay, I'll, do you, I'll share it on here then. I, I would like to get your reaction and thoughts on this. Because um, I would like this to have a one-week ban because I am sick of seeing it. Okay, I'm watching the stream. Um, can you see it? See what's in front of you? You're putting me in a difficult position. Yeah. Am I? Right, we'll move on. I'm sick of seeing that ad, which is great advertisement. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ivan Tony speaking publicly. Yes, shut the fuck up. <laughs> get on with your football, for Christ's shh, sake. Shh. Shut your, shut, shut your fucking mouth, okay? So much frank. Hey, boys! Hey, boys! Everyone take a shit! Everyone take a shit! Everyone take a shit! Everyone take a shit! <laughs> right, guys! 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 Yeah? Ivan! Shut your fucking mouth. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> shut your fucking mouth. You are losing the club millions of pounds with every word that comes out of your mouth. Okay? Yeah. He, he yeah. Do you know what's been that was mooted? And I, I can't. That, that Spurs. I know everyone's banging on about Arsenal, but it might be Tottenham that sign Ivan Tony. You think it'll be Tottenham? I don't think it will be, but I'm just thinking. Depends what Arsenal want to do in the transfer market. The, you know, the, the fact that they've invested so heavily means that they are going to be restricted. Like they'll have it. They'll have money because of everyone gets the TV money, but. They won't be able to go out and, you know, the idea that some of them are actually entertaining Mbappe. This is a par- person who's on £171 million a season. Is that right? Is that Sounds right? Cool. I read that and thought, that can't be right. Is that right? I don't know. Weird flex time. We've got two this week. Get your weird flexes. Uh, feel free to send them to me on uh, Twitter. It's a weird life I've got. You know, just sort of mm. men in their 20s sending me weird videos. This is the life we chose. This is the pod we have. Okay, so this is uh, Mar- no Sam Marshall. Hi, James. Love the videos. And Jaffin has become my go-to football pod in the last few months. Last few days, new. Must be new thumbnails. Wanted to share my weird flex. I can make a very realistic water droplet sound with my mouth. Video on the way. Here it is. Okay. Oh, just give it away there. Um, I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> yeah, got a little... Hang on. Uh, what do I need to do here? Oh, you've disappeared. We don't need that. Don't need that. Uh, hang on. Oh, that's what. Oh, do I need to move you? Hang on. I'm moving you. We're moving you. There he is. Okay. Right. <coughs> Here he is. 
Ready? Ready, everyone? Everyone ready? Here we go. Yeah, that sounds exactly like water. Yeah. Yeah. Happy with that? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Spot on. Great. Yeah. Good. Good. Okay. Um, second one. Oh, I got one from Josh Rogers as well. Weirdo. Where's that? Let's see if we can find Josh's one. Josh. Um. Yeah. I think I called him a freak actually. <laughs> Josh Rogers. There he is. Oh, not one. Oh, here we go. Yeah, here we are. Uh, my weird flex is that I can bend the last digit of my middle finger into a right angle. I haven't met anyone else who can do this. If you can do this, um, make sure you uh, get in touch with Josh. Here we go. Yeah, that is fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Useful, though. Useful. Yeah? Got that. How so? Well, you know, use your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> you essentially get an extra length and you're getting the hook. <laughs> yeah. Reaching areas. <laughs> you would say that. We go, you go, wait for it, wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lovely. And then one last one. Last win. Okay. We're flexed to finish this off. Uh, let's get back. Let's get back. Where are we? It is from Max Morris. I think he sent this to you as well. You might have already seen this one. A bit of Christmas from Max as well. Enjoy. Right. Oh, sorry. He was um, a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about uh, pigeons. He's uh, he said he could do the best pigeon sound <laughs> of, of from the a West Midlands pigeon though specifically. Here it is. I told you, I can do the best pigeon impression nationwide. Nationwide. Here we go. <laughs> That is set off the dog there, didn't he? Here we go. Yeah, dog don't like it. No, that's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's impressive. Good. good. Done with this bit? Finish with this bit? Yeah. I'm not getting. Or is it just, good, just yeah. waning again? I don't know what to say. Nice. What nice. The... Good. Good. Say. good. Um, uh, if you got a weird flex. Let me know. Um, otherwise, come on, you ours. Now. The time's now. Yeah, off, you go. off you go now. Off you go. Got to do that. Um, yeah, have a wonderful weekend. Flav, is there anything you'd like to finish with? Uh, no, everything's good. In the hood. That's all one. good. That's have a great weekend. That's one. Enjoy all Shoot. the footballs. All the footballs and, and treat treat the people in, in, in your life with much love. Okay. Okay. <laughs> See you later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.